0: From the Carter Subaru
1: Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G Scott and Ursula Voite. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for listening to the G and Ursula Show. The nine o'clock hour was full of surprises and good conversation. Good morning, Ursula. Good
2: morning, G. Well, we're going to have surprises and good conversation in the 10 o'clock hour as well. But I want to say a big fat thank you already. Just a half hour ago, I mentioned that I had a big favor to ask. Yeah, And I was asking that if you are a regular listener of the show, or even if you're just a first timer, but you like what you're hearing, that if you could do us a big solid and wherever you listen to your podcasts, sign up, subscribe to the G and Ursula show podcast. We have not plugged that at all in the four years that we've been doing this show. And um, I'll I'll pull the curtain back. Our bosses came to us and said, you know what? Um, I I think you got a lot more people who actually listen to the show, but... Don't subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. And a lot of you do ask us, hey, if I miss this segment, how do I get to it? Right. So that's how you can do it. Uh, The podcasts are available about a half hour after the show, and we would greatly appreciate it. And if you really like our show, or if you don't, you can leave a review. Just be kind, please. Yeah. Um, But anyway, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Because already at least two dozen people have said they've signed up. So appreciate it. Love you for that. Okay. Let's get to it.
1: What's new at 10.
2: And we're going to start with this question because I want to know what would you do if you found out one of your family members or a loved one yeah. is dumping money that they really don't have to dump or to get rid of? They're already living on the edge. Right. Uh, and they are sending money or giving money to either a cause or a person that you don't think will help them. Right. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because Danny Westneat, Seattle Times columnist, had uh, a column this weekend, and he talked about all the small donors here in Washington who are donating to former President Donald Trump even in some cases, as much as every other day. And these are often people who are already living on a very limited income. Right. For example, he pointed out that there is a school custodian in SeaTac who donated to Donald Trump 172 times last year and sent Trump some money basically just about every other day. Okay. Um, there was also a retiree in Pullman who gave Trump's fundraising operations small amounts, anywhere between $4 and $44, like 165 times. Okay. By the end of 2023, it added adapt- up to nearly $4,000. So okay. again, imagine this is, we're bringing this up in, in the case uh, because it just shows like where a lot of Donald Trump's support is coming from. Mm-hmm. But just in general, if, if you know that,
1: mm-hmm.
2: are you stepping in or are you saying
1: anything? Absolutely not. And I thought about this after we brought it up this morning. And now let me get more specific on this topic. Let's go back to my grandmother who didn't have a license, who would cook food at home and get on the bus and take food to the church. She would do that all the time. And I remember family members saying stuff to her about why she do do that. The reason why I'm telling that story, because that same pastor when she did pass away didn't even come to the funeral. Mm. So what I'm saying is is who and what you do with your money who am I to judge? What is the so if you give to Donald Trump, if you give to Joe Biden, if you give to the church, if you give to the good you know what I mean? Like somebody can say anything about what you do with your money. So if somebody in c wants to give 172 times to Donald Trump, that's his business. If you want to give 172 times to Joe Biden,
2: now I would would, would can... you yeah, would you would you bother to tell that person, that, again, let's just say it's your dad. Come on. Yeah, let's say, say it's your dad. Yes. And would you say do you and, and they don't again don't have a lot of money to spare? Sure. And, and but and also you know that you know Donald Trump has made it very clear that that this is not necessarily going to his campaign, but it's going to help with his
1: uh, legal fees. My dad loved going to the boat, Ursula. Loved going to the gambling boat. I don't know if I've shared that, but he did a lot. The gambling boat in Chicago. Okay. They call it the boat. Yeah, because okay. we don't. They don't. You know, you got to go on the boat to be able yeah. to go gamble because yeah. it's got to be on the water yeah. and stuff like that. But. I didn't agree with that. Yeah. I didn't like that. But I think we have less say if we aren't supporting them. Now, if you're supporting your parents and giving them money, I see what you're saying. you yeah. might have a little yeah. bit to say. Like, hey, hey, I yeah. don't keep giving you this money so you can go give to these things that maybe you don't agree with.
2: Yeah. Um, I actually agree with you. Although in the case of uh, some of my loved ones, I have shared um, where I see something that maybe they don't see. And um, in the case even of my mom, who uh, just recently passed, yes. I had to share it with her because I was in charge of going through all their finances. And um, after my, my uh, well, not just after my father's death, but while my father was alive, we had to get him on Medicaid yeah. uh, because he had an amputation and had to live in a, a home where it was going to cost 14000 And when you go on Medicaid, you have to... You have to detail all your spending, like right. anything above $500. And I had to point out a few things, you know, but again, you have to walk and tread very lightly. But I think this uh, Danny Westney's point in this was to show that there are people who will still donate to the former president's uh, fund. Campaign, Whether or not it is used for him to win reelection mm. or whether it's used to deal with his legal fees, they don't care. Even when they were showed that th- that is how passionate they are in the case. He pointed out that, uh, according to federal campaign finance reports, um, that, you know, many of Trump's supporters were working class or retired folks who engage in what amounts to a near daily donation, often in five or ten dollar increments. Yeah. And uh he raised 1.3 Donald Trump raised 1.34 million dollars in Washington which is about 34 bucks per donation which is more than tr- uh Wait, excuse me. I got that wrong. That's more than triple the number that no. So Joe No, that that is right. So that was Trump uh and uh I think Joe Biden's donations were of larger amounts. Right. Um And again, so that speaks to um, the loyalty that they have still to Donald Trump, even if it means they don't have a whole lot of money. Even
1: even though, so when we talk about it, Chef, we sometimes we talk about with Donald Trump Mm. and that $50 million, like of that money that's being sent to him, he's using this on legal defense, right? And so that's how people on the outside are like, man, are you crazy? I can't believe what you're doing. But- I'll tell
2: you but even how, with their eyes wide open they're saying I'm okay with that.
1: Uh, let me let me make it more relatable for you guys. Sometimes when I try to understand why people support him, I put it in simpler fashion. The same way that one person stays with their significant other after being cheated on 10 times. Sometimes there is something about that connection with that person that people on the outside can't understand. And that's how I look at the Donald Trump thing. There are people that you are not going to be able to say one magic thing for someone to say, oh, I'm not supporting Donald Trump or I'm not supporting Joe Biden. Your connection is your connection. Mm-hmm. How many times have you seen a relationship, Ursula, and been like, I can't believe you stay with him? You see the way he treats you? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, you don't understand. Yeah. He and and, and again, so that was that was an eye opener to me.
2: It was like, even if you know that it is going to that, yeah. the, 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 they were fine with that. It's, like, Gee, I it's think OK.
3: Connection is a great word. Uh, I mean, I think of my one of my grandmothers who would send tons of money like TV preachers and you could try and tell her grandma like this guy has a private jet okay he's not like he's not building ha- homes for the poor he's enriching himself why are you sending someone money who flies around on a private jet and she's just like well he's spreading the word of god and she That's believes right. you know she doesn't have a lot of social connection she's a, she was in a you know assisted living place and this was her connection to something that was important to her and no matter what you said you couldn't take it away
2: well I'm going to, uh, you're exactly right. And, and I just got a text message. 206 says, well, the Catholic church is thousands times worse. Mm. People give, you know, the Catholic church they said something that I'm not going to th- throw in there, but, it is a good segue to this next thing I want to bring up, okay. because the Archdiocese of Seattle made a big announcement over the weekend. Uh It is going to consolidate its 136 Catholic parishes in Western Washington, and uh, it's going to whittle it down to 60 parish families, is what they're calling it. So that means several groups of parishes will be under the leadership of one pastor and at least one assistant priest. And this is all starting on July 1st. The Seattle Times reports that each parish family is going to decide which buildings will hold masses, which ones will be repurposed, and in some cases, which ones might have to close. Um, and the archdiocese tried to put a positive spin on this. It's a big move. I mean, we're talking about going from 136 to 60. Um but it's really been forced to make this decision because of a shortage of priests and fewer people attending mass.
1: Yeah, I, I think, well, first of all, great segue into this topic. And I think that there are, I'm not just saying Catholic Church, I'm just saying that there are certain churches that when we talk about them, we can only talk about it so much without there being some type of complaint. And I think that's fine. We don't have to talk about those things. But if you look in the news and you do any kind of Google search and you do what has happened over the last hundred years, you can find and see the information for yourself. And then when you have these strict type of rules that only cater to a specific amount of people and you there's continued continue, uh, exclusion of people, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, that can it continues to add up. And you get to where we are right now
2: you're exactly right so i, I was looking into some of this well first of all in, in seattle but this is not just seattle this is all of western washington okay. but uh, seattle and i'm guessing much of western washington would rank among the highest when it comes to people who don't affiliate don't have an affiliation to a religion uh there have been Surveys done about that. I think we're like Seattle is one of the top three, right, Chef? I believe. Yeah, like 10% are identified as atheist. Mm -hmm. Okay, but here are a couple of facts for every convert who comes into the Catholic Church, four are leaving. Whoa, whoa, say that again? For everyone who's converted and who joins the Catholic Church, four others are leaving. This comes from the the, uh, uh, church.
3: Is that by by will or like they're passing away or both?
2: No, I'll tell you why. I mean, a a number of reasons, but a bunch of reasons. The Catholic Church has been rocked by that sex abuse scandal, for one thing. You talked about uh, lack of advancement on LGBTQ rights. So younger, younger people are not joining as fast as older people are either leaving or dying off. Uh, Young people think of Catholic teachings as being too conservative for them, so they're not buying into the church. Um, And then look at the number of priests. So that's a big problem here. So they're having to consolidate. I mean, schools are having to share priests. Some schools can't even have priests anymore. Um, And why? So look at this. I mean, this is from the Seattle Times. As of May of 2023, 11% of... uh, The 161 uh, archdiocesan priests were eligible for retirement and 36 were eligible within 10 years, meaning close to 50 percent within the next 10 years will be retiring. Wow. And meanwhile, the archdiocese estimates that there are two ordinations per year. Mm. I mean, do the math.
3: Two? Two. Not ceremonies like two people?
2: two yeah two two total that that, that join the priesthood. Wow. so I mean, basically priests are going extinct yet the catholic church is still sticking to its guns and you know they they don't allow priests to be married women are still not allowed to be priests and i believe i mean that wound again as a catholic who's not That's regularly
1: practicing I, 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 I
2: wanted to, that wound is self-inflicted
1: i wanted to ask you more about that and i think that this is a topic that um or is this a topic where do you feel like people that are part of the Catholic Church there, kind of kind of hold back? It's kind of hard to really discuss. Well, there are this there topic. are
2: people who are much more. I want to say much more Catholic, but yeah, they are. I mean, I I I don't go to Mass every weekend. Right. I mean, but I do. We do donate to our church every month. We still continue to. My kids went to Catholic school. I loved having Catholic school education, but even Catholic schools are being severely affected. Uh, I looked at this Mm. and U.S. Catholic school enrollment declined by over one hundred ten thousand students last year. That's the largest decrease in 50
1: years. Can I ask you a question? You you just mentioned you said that you donate. I mean, you guys every 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 month. Right. What is the difference between someone donating to the Catholic Church and someone donating to Donald Trump?
2: It's your preference. I, I, I don't exactly. Bingo. And, and Bingo. someone can tell me. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I I don't tell someone yeah. if they, you know. Now, if they're bankrupting themselves, whether it's Donald Trump, Biden, you know, whatever, I would say, you know,
1: I would, This is a problem. I would say. I would say, I would say not more in their- people. More people get in financial trouble by donating sometimes to the church than maybe a political. Well, it's more popular well, to tie. Anytime you live
2: beyond your means, you're getting you're getting in trouble.
1: Right, but that, yeah. but they'll probably blame the Michael Jordans and the cell phone being the reasons <laughs> as to why you are struggling <laughs> financially. Trying.
2: People are going to point to a lot of things. And basically, it's just, I know what
1: you're saying. I hear you loud and clear. Oh, good stuff. You Ursula, you're excited about the 1030 segment. You I are definitely am. excited about yeah. this. Uh, Julia Roberts. Yes, yeah, so, well, it's Julia Roberts. So she posted something uh-huh.
2: that resonated. And I want to ask you, all of you. Have you ever posted something on social media that you regretted later? That you're like, oh, man, I was a mean girl on that one. Or I was a mean guy. Or, or even a text line. Yeah. You ever sent you ever, you ever something on a text line that you regretted? Or that guy who told me that I should go out to pasture on our yeah. podcast review.
1: Do you regret that? <laughs> <laughs> but there's a reason for are asking this. All right. Good discussions. We'll talk about that next. Jen Ursula. This hour of the G and Ursula show is brought to you by Pello windows and doors.
2: to the GNR and Ursula show. Happy Monday to all of you. Just a reminder that you can be part of our show by joining us on our Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line 888 973 5476 973 cairo And again, a big, big thank you to all of you who have either signed up and subscribed to listen to our podcasts and get them on a regular basis, or if you've left a review on our podcast, wherever you're able to leave a review, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, we sure Appreciate it. It helps us a ton. And I will just try to give you these gentle reminders. But Speaking about leaving reviews and saying things on social media, there was something that I saw over the weekend that I shared with you guys, and it really resonated with me. And this was uh, actress Julia Roberts shared what happened when she posted this really sweet picture of her with her niece working on some kind of project. I can't remember what it was, but uh, she basically talks about the reaction to this particular picture.
0: Posted a picture of my niece and I from one weekend morning she'd slept over and we got up and we're having tea and playing cards and having this beautiful morning. It was great. I felt great about it. And my sweet little niece reposted it a couple of days later and interesting things happened. The amount of people that felt absolutely required to talk about how terrible I looked in the picture. That I'm not aging well, that I look like a man, why would I even post a picture like this when I look that terrible? People saying, God, I didn't even recognize her. This is what she looks like. And then the fights that break out within the comments where someone says, you should be nice. Why should I be nice? She looks terrible. And people start fighting within the comments. I was amazed at what that made me feel. I'm a 50-year-old woman, and I know who I am. And still, my feelings got hurt.
2: And it got me thinking, like, first of all, you see that all the time. And you know that I do read comments, not just on our own social media, but sometimes I'll read a story and then I'll go to the comments just to see what, what, what people are saying. Yeah, And it shocks me. It still to this day shocks me some of the cruelty that I see.
1: Yeah. It doesn't, like... I'm used to negative comments about me, right? Like if if I see it hurts, yeah. it used to hurt worse in the beginning. Now I just, I just put it in the box with, oh, you just hurt. You just upset. Bless your heart. Right. But where it gets tough for me is when it's, if my kids, right. Um, The one child that's been in the limelight, um, my, my, my son and where it hurts when you when you have other adults saying things about your child mm. and actually made a living doing that right so you have that that hurts and then if you were to say something about my wife i think that would really hurt but as far as me no but i understand what julia roberts is saying here like you know what i mean like she's it was a great day and it turned into something different because we do tend to judge celebrities on how well or bad they look as they as they get older. We do that.
2: But people do that not just with celebrities, but just in general, the The number of people and, and, and maybe it's some they, of the social media yeah. that I consume. But they won't but post they, it
1: usually. It's usually got to be a public figure. And then they figure it's oh, OK. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Nobody's going to get on your post, Ursula, and say you look bad. Or look good?
2: Not yet. They haven't done it. And our—I'm not joking. Our G and Ursula show Facebook page community is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think it's—it's it's unusually kind. Yeah. And I love it. And and I think that um, people are generally even kind with each other. But just looking at some, you know, I you know I go on TikTok, yeah. and there are people who will comment on people's looks just to try to bring. And I want to know. Have you ever posted something that you have regretted after you posted it? Because I have. I can think of one time I not about
1: anyone else, but to my about you know just dumb post in general. But I can't. I this morning I was trying to think of something like that. If I said it, I said it.
0: (laughs)
3: <laughs>
1: no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> no, oh none at all. I mean there's some Dang. things that I, there's some things that I wouldn't say today. Yeah. I've yeah. grown, but anything I've said in the past like like my comments about Adam Schefter, the ESPN uh insider. Yeah, yeah I, I continue to say things about him. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's uh, there was one um it was shortly after the murder of George Floyd. And there was someone who I didn't know very well uh, who was posting on social media, and it was getting under my skin because she was saying things to the effect of racism doesn't exist, and this, and that, and this, you know. And and I posted something again to the effect of I, I can't believe that you I can't believe that you truly believe this. This is not something that I would expect from you, or right. something like that, right? and ooh that got her and she just started ripping on me and po- you know in and and i thought to myself even though i didn't think i was wrong why was i judging what what was typical of her because then she went into like you know i i you know my boyfriend is uh black and you know blah 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 oh, and and that
1: usually works <laughs> yeah i
2: know i just did and i thought to myself why did I even get into it and, 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 and judge her and say, basically imply that I, I didn't expect this to come from you mm-hmm. and, and maybe I, I should have just stayed out of it. Right. And that's like if I was thinking of one thing, but I have never commented on someone's looks or, you know, said, you know, you're too fat to do blah, blah, right. blah, you know, whatever that people think it's perfectly OK. Like there's not a person on the receiving end. And I know we always say, hurt people hurt people. Yeah. But again, I just don't know what makes someone think that it's okay to po- to say these why. things that,
1: that you would never say <laughs> oh, in person. Oh, I, I know why. Um, because, first let me say this. You and I would make more money if we were less kind. As a matter of fact, what That's we true. do for a living, if we were agenda-based and we were to come really hard on the side of being unkind, we would have a lot more listeners, and we'd make a lot more money. And the reason why we have so many people that say awful things, because people have been given platforms to say awful things. As a matter of fact, I'm willing to bet the people that say the awful things get paid more money than the people that say kind things. Oh, you guys want to fact check me on that? Because I got proof But
2: before I know we're, we're running late But I want to hear Because Chef said Oh yeah there's one That he Yeah Ursula so That rest. was
3: the tamest That was the tamest Worst comment ever On social media story <laughs> I've heard in my life
1: What you got Chef? <sighs> oh, gosh, this is like
3: Three years after high school And my high school Senior English teacher Posted about some soul group He was really excited about And I, I generally enjoyed This guy's taste So I went and go And listen to the music and for some reason, I comment this music is trash. It's like low rent uh, temptations, and I went on and on about how inane his tastes were. And this is, I think, at about two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's always this a is the this is the senior I, uh, high school English teacher whose class I failed, which uh, kept me from graduating. Oh no! And I felt like an idiot in the morning and i still feel like an idiot today just like what are you doing that's why i don't talk on social media (laughs) late at night ever good because i'm an idiot see but at least you learned i'm I'm like red right now and sweating just because yeah oh no i guess
1: mine was really lame (laughs) (laughs) it's so tame okay but you want to know why yours hurt that person? Because you just gave us an example of how this was your worst moment on social media, yeah. and it still wasn't really that bad. When you, On the text line, when you yeah. talk back to people, yeah. you really hit people in their feelings sometimes when you go, I don't know what you be doing to folks, but you do. I just hit folks with the bless your heart, and they expect that from me. But when you get on folks, they are hurt when you respond back saw it last probably, week probably because they don't expect it right that's what i'm saying <laughs> Is ursula's disappointed in me oh my goodness <laughs> uh coming up next they want me to come back to work scenarios next gin ursula Scenarios is brought to you by 1-800- DUI-AWAY. It is the G and Ursula show. You know what I wish? You know what would be good content, you know, since that would be? Imagine if there was like a camera that would film us talking like during the breaks. Oh, imagine that being good content. <laughs> oh,
2: well, we're going to start doing that. We just need to figure out how we start doing that. I mean. We're, Rome wasn't built in a day, I like to say. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm <laughs> just finally being built. <laughs> scenarios. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So, what, so, what, so what's the scenario? Ursula, they say, please keep me anonymous. It's scenarios. Of course we do. So check this out. I work for a state-funded agency and love the work that I do. I was hired part-time for terrible pay, but I have a second source of income, and this is a work-from-home job, so it's pretty easy to balance the two. My boss has no common sense. She was a stay-at-home mom for most of her adult life. We have had our fair share of disagreements. Not saying that work-from-home moms don't know anything. Anyway, I just added that. Well, now she's told me I have to come to the office at least three days per week, which won't work with my other job. I said no. Then yesterday, my boss and the HR manager called me into a meeting and criticized my character, called me entitled, and a liar because I said I wasn't able to accommodate the new be-in-the-office schedule. The thing is that the commute is long. I worked two jobs, and I was hired to work from home. I told them I couldn't work with that schedule, and they told me... to to be there starting tomorrow at 8 a.m., or I could just not come back at all. I need the extra income this job brings, and I like the work, but I don't think it's fair that they have sprung this on me with no warning. I don't even know where to file a complaint because the HR director is in on it. I feel like telling them to take their job and shove it, but I don't have a backup plan. What do you think? 888-973-5476 888-973-5476 is the Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line. <laughs> Ursula, you up the bat. And by the way, if you expect an HR to be on your side when HR gets the same paycheck from the same company, you're sadly mistaken. But go ahead, Ursula.
2: <laughs> You've got some... Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Um, show up tomorrow at 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> <You> have... <laughs> this might be the easiest scenario ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> um... I know it stinks that if you were hired and you were told it would be an at-home position yeah. at the time being when people were working from home because mm-hmm. we were in the midst of a pandemic, then I understand you're hurt. I understand the how, how it doesn't work for you. But unless that was in writing that it was going to be in perpetuity... Uh, Conditions have changed. They want you in the office. And if you want that job, go show up. Otherwise, don't do anything rash until you have a backup plan. You have no backup plan. You have no choice.
1: Yeah. I don't know what it is about this post-pandemic stuff. I I I just... When did people start getting the audacity to tell their tell their employer what they're gonna do or not gonna do? That is, I that is the boldest thing in the world. It happens though because sometimes you see some employees having to do something and have other employees get another uh, different rules for them. But it
3: happens. What's with the audacity of companies saying? Hey, uh, we're hiring you to work in Edmonds, where I live, but we actually are going to need you to start coming into Marysville. If you got hired to do a remote job and it was listed as fully remote, I get things have changed. But man, you could not tell me. That if your boss said, I'm sorry, you need to start working in Idaho. We're moving station headquarters there. They'd have to fire you. Make them fire you. What they want you to do is to quit and say, uh, I can't I can't comply with that, so I need to quit my job. They're trying to get you to quit. Don't let them do it. They're going to have to pay your unemployment uh, if I, they broke the terms of your employment agreement.
2: Actually, I agree, I agree, I agree with that. I agree with that as long as you- you don't want to use them as a reference.
1: Oh, 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 that's where. Come on now, Ursula. That's where I was going. <laughs> yeah. Now I know that if you that don't that, mind burning your bridge, if, if you don't mind, you that, want to get it, that unemployment. Right? Yes, because do that. when you get fired is going to say maybe insubordination, is gonna say something on there. Generally they won't. No. They, they, d- can't they say just why.
2: They, they you can't, yeah. But, but legally you cannot say why. There's so you o- can you can uh, not give it a review. You okay. cannot put the so then that eliminates your ability. Yeah, there's a way to oh, well. single. How about
1: how about how about this? You know what I'm gonna say? Some of us can't afford to have fired on a resume. How about that?
3: <laughs> I'm I'm fine explaining <laughs> losing <laughs> no. a job for that. No problem. Uh- this sounds rich to me Hey they told me I needed to move to San Francisco If I wanted to keep my job all of a sudden, Okay bye Yeah.
2: Now Casey points out yeah. that she was a state employee If she has a union rep That would be the person to talk to mm. So if you have a union rep uh, That would be another thing But again this idea that your job is never going to change From the conditions that you were hired You know it, That's just not the case And, and guess what I mean things have changed since i was hired i know that there are people who are waiting who would love to have my job and uh, i i keep that in mind as i follow the rules that are set for me i mean and i'll give
1: pushback but you can only push back so much just please keep it uh, chef that's a very good point i know no doubt about it but i'm just telling you you also have to think about having fired on your resume if they
3: told you your job here was now cleaning toilets uh, you're just quitting
2: no. I mean no, it, no, it, it
1: no. No. But I'm gonna, I'm going to I'm going to wanna get my unemployment like you're talking about. I'm just I'm just saying sometimes that these are things to think about. Yeah.
3: Nick. Well, it seems there's, there's they're trying to reach for a lot of privilege going around the office these days and it sounds like they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. The business isn't going to be on your side. So if it were me, I'd either join the agenda or sprint away to find that next opportunity just say, it.
1: props to you if you're going to try and leave the business and try and find another job, but it's going to be hard if you're going to burn that bridge. It might come back to haunt you. Good stuff, Nick. Now, Chef, Cod brings up a good point, and this is a very good point. Can, you, can they still get unemployment even though they have another job? Did they disclose the information that they had another job? Like, sometimes there's more... <laughs> To add context to this topic, because sometimes folks are working another job and don't disclose that it they're working. It never
3: benefits you ever to quit when your employer wants you to go. Make them fire you.
2: I'm First. trying to. Th- I'm just thinking: is there any? Is there any benefit? I mean, if it's for you, to protect your mental health, I would quit. But otherwise, I mean, because it could be a game that that, that lasts a while. <laughs>
1: Gosh, this is a topic. Coming up next, agree to disagree, Gene Ursula.